CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston, a radio.com station. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. What's going on, guys? I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm Jesse Watt. And I'm Danielle Dubois. And we made it through the winter storm power outage just to come out on the other side with ending the mask mandate. Right? Like, what? I know. It's so wild, but, you know, everyone's going to have their own opinions on it. Yes, which is totally fine. Everyone, we're either for it or we're against it. All I got to say is I took a nap and I woke up and Texas reopened. <laughs> I was like, we need to take more naps because... Right? I was passed out for like three hours, woke up, my phone was blowing up. I'm like, can someone give me a small recap on what's happening? I know. I went on social media and it was blowing up. It was like, the governor's the worst and restaurants, be careful and all this stuff. So I know. Half of it was, this is the worst. We're not ready. And then the other half was like, let's go. I know. And I'm like, so I'm both because part of me is, you know, obviously quite nervous. And the other part of me is like ripping off my mask. I'm like... I'm done with the pandemic. Let's get it going. So I don't know. We're living somewhere in the middle. What do you think? I know. No, I'm totally there with you. I agree. And I also think because you and I have both already had COVID. Right. And I'm on vaccine one. I take the second vaccine um, on Monday. Okay. So Perfect. I mean, I'm days away from number two. So it's obviously different probably in our mindsets than it is for everybody else or people that like haven't had it obviously I know that people need to be careful I mean I'm not sure how I feel about the mask mandate but like I think maybe like the opening of the state you could have maybe opened the state and like kept the mask you know yeah, what I mean I do think opening to 100% capacity will be really great for small businesses yeah like people will will really appreciate that and you know Danielle and I are young we both already had it so we obviously are thinking a little bit differently about it and I do think once people start to get vaccinated and more and more Texans are immune, then everyone will be all for it. We'll be like, let's go. I know, I know. But yeah, I think it'd be small businesses and stuff. Like, it goes either way. Like, some small businesses are like, no, we need to, like, you know, keep it tame and stuff, which um, I think there's a beauty in choice and and stuff. So We've been um, through so much in the past couple weeks. Like, how was your house or your little townhouse when you had the power outage? Yeah, so we didn't lose power the entire time. Amazing. and But we'd lost water. I was Mm. disgusting. I literally didn't shower from a Monday to a Friday. The last time I did that, I was living in Honduras, so. (laughs) I can't even explain to you how gross we all were. Like, dry shampoo on top of dry shampoo. You lost power and slept here. I did, yes. I Which lost is power wild. for six days and water. So it's straight up disgusting. And I slept in uh, my good friend Yaseli's office, which was really great. But it was rough for a lot of Texans. So now that we're coming, we're coming back out of it better and power's on, water's back. Businesses are opening up to 100%. It's, you know, a lot more opportunities for us to go out and explore new places. I think now that the state is starting to open up, people are more apt to go out on dates now yeah. and say yes to them. I think people were a little bit nervous before. Yeah, I know. I mean, I remember like, I mean, I'm not on dating apps right now um, because I'm doing a boy detox. We're cleansing. Um, But when I was on those dating apps, uh, it would say like, make sure to like stay safe. And like, there was like an option to like, let the people know like what you were comfortable with. It's like, I'm only socially distanced dates or I'm only virtual dates. I'm like, Oh, man. Yeah, so I know, you know Shelby, it's all chic to me. She's like done some like FaceTime first dates. I'm like, FaceTime first dates? I don't know. I need to like be with somebody to know like, right? because I'm pretty good on a FaceTime. I've 
I dated a guy long distance for a long time. So for me on a FaceTime, I'm fine with that. But like, show me in person. Then we'll yeah, see. show me in person. Like, are you then are we'll you nice see. to the server? Are you you know a jerk? Like, I need to know all that because that all says so much about you. Oh my God. Okay. So now that hopefully we're able to start going back out, things are opening up and we are finally going to feel a little bit more comfortable to be out in the world and going on some first dates. We have some date night spot recommendations for you. So let's just get right into it. Danielle, what's our first spot? Our first spot is a staple in Houston. It is called Brenner's on the Bayou. I know we've talked about it before because we've talked about the blue bar. Yes, we talked about the bar that's attached. Yes, but we haven't talked about Brenner's on the Bayou yet. Right. Which, number one, this is like a great time of year to go to Brenner's because like their food and their atmosphere is like warm and cozy. And like Mm -hmm. the food is just like you're going to eat like hearty. You know, you're going to eat your steaks and your your great salads and your soups and stuff. And you can sit out on their patio area and it overlooks the bayou, which is so just kind of like magical this time of year. And they have like the, you know, their twinkle lights Mm -hmm. out and stuff. And the blue bar, of course, is lit up at nighttime. Right. With their obviously blue. It is just such a great date night spot. If a guy brought me here, I'd be like, oh, number one, he, number one, he got money. You rich, And number rich. two, like, you can't <laughs> hide money. And number two, like, he's got a little bit of class and some style, too. Brenner's is so beautiful, and it's so tucked back where it is that you really just don't feel like you're in a city anymore. You're like, not in Houston, yeah. Right? It's just such you're a like little escape. like in the escape. mountains. Yeah, and everything's very woodsy. Woodsy, like, kind of almost said rustic, but, yes. like, yes, it's like you're, like, in a treehouse. Oh my God, that is, okay, that's the perfect way to describe it. If you've been to Brenner's on the Bayou, you just went, aha, because that was the perfect way to describe it. Even, I want to say, if I'm remembering correctly from the last time I went there, even the railings on the staircases were kind of like- Wooden. It was like wooden, yeah. Pieces of like bark. Yes, Yes, exactly. Okay, so it's, it's very dark. It's very dim. It just has this really, like you said, Danielle, cozy setting. So it's like what you want to do when you want to hunker down and eat steak. I yes. feel like a manly man when I go there. I'm like, I need steak and I will sit in this dark room and drink a whiskey. Right, I need like a hearty soup. I want whiskey. I want all the things. And, you know, this place is a great, like, brunch spot as well. I know we've kind of talked throughout 2020 about dates that can be brunch dates and stuff. They do a great brunch. I didn't know they had brunches. Yeah, they they do a great brunch. Also, happy hour dates. This is a great happy hour spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome happy hour. Obviously, great setting as well. And so one of my favorite things on their happy hour actually is their homemade pretzels. Oh, really? Yes, they're very nice. That sounds very nice. Very nice. nice. But yes, if you're looking for a brunch date or a happy hour date to kind of like shake things up, I was actually asked out on a lunch date the other day. Um, but yes, this I would hope. be a Do great. Do we love him? Is he cute? Are we getting married? No, oh, it's okay. fine. Like we, yeah, no, we matched and then like he uh, fell in love too hard. Now I'm bored. Oh, no, it's well. Okay, we can move on. She goes, okay, moving on. We'll talk about it later because I want to know all the details. But <laughs> someone's going to slide into your DMs just so we can talk about it on the show. Let's, Let's move on. Pretend we never talked about it. Second date night spot. Second date night spot is going to be Relish. Relish is in the River Oaks area. And I think that this is like a pretty interesting restaurant for the River Oaks area. Because when I think of River Oaks, I think of like people that got money, right? And then uh, people that maybe want to eat like a little bit healthier, you know? Like they're like worried about their like waistlines and stuff, you know? But like Relish is more of a southern decadence type of place like one of their famous things that they have there is literally a bucket of fried chicken like i can get down with that but like this place is nice that's not what i would picture for that right like river oaks you know and you know where this is jesse 
it's next to Chewy's. Remember we went to oh, Chewy's? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that restaurant on the corner. Oh, okay. I landmark. can picture it. Now landmark. that landmark, now I know exactly where we are. <laughs> Jesse and I love our landmarks. <laughs> Do not give us addresses ever. Give us a landmark, landmark and then we got it. That's all I need to know. I need to know what store it's next to. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I really appreciate what Relish is doing right now. They actually have a curbside team. So when oh. you order, like they do they have like a whole curbside delivery team and stuff. So you like stay in your car and like I just appreciate like the creative elements that Relish is doing for COVID and all COVID precautions and stuff. Yeah. So again, they have fried chicken buckets. They have a Cajun hot crab dip in a skillet, (laughs) like in a cast iron skillet. Okay. With crackers. Yeah. You can just dip that in. Oh my gosh. With that crunch and the hot crab dip. Oh, so good. Also, they have like pasta and burgers they have deviled eggs with a fried chicken piece on side i freaking love but deviled eggs that's why i specifically wanted (laughs) to mention that i wanted to specifically mention that i do i know you or do i know know you you or do i know you (laughs) and so i mean fried chicken like literally chicken tenders is like jesse's like call to her heart so like deviled eggs and chicken tenders there you go also they do a blueberry hand pie with a lemon curd it's like one of their famous desserts that they do and i like appreciate a place that isn't just doing like you know throwing out a piece of new york cheesecake right like they're they're they have something very special exactly a specialty something specific that they love and they're good at right and i also the blueberry and lemon curd is like one of my favorite combos of all times i feel like i'm not eating a dessert i'm like it's fruit it's healthy what are you talking about yes it's fine i'm watching my waistline (laughs) i love anything really like desserts with like lemon like strawberry and lemon or raspberry with lemon honestly i'm like a total raspberry so true (laughs) seriously like anything that's has raspberry i'm like i'm in it i want to try it let's go being friends with danielle has made me like in all sorts of food snob i'm trying danielle i am trying new things because of you I'm by the so way proud. just not sushi yet but we'll get there I'm so proud hey one step at a time that's okay baby steps baby steps sis all right we got enough time for one more date night spot what is it my third spot is going to be Cayonzes. oh say it again Cayonzes <laughs> is in the heights off of west 11th street okay. i love this place for a date night but also for brunch okay number one they have a great patio their atmosphere on their patio is like almost like you're like in tulum we love a or good like patio. we're like in mexico we're like on a beach tulum vibes you know yeah. like you're drinking like a cool like muscal drink or like a paloma maybe like a mule they do some tequila tastings out there if you follow them on instagram you'll see they like often have like people out there that like do like tastings right which is a really really fun ordeal they do a happy hour until seven o'clock which i also really appreciate on tuesdays they do a tamale tuesday five dollars tamales which is I mean, I'm here for. Amazing. Right? Also, they're known for their elote and their brisket tacos. I am a sucker for a brisket taco. Oh, like, yes. don't give me a chicken taco. Like, I I don't live that basic life. Don't give me a chicken taco. You know what life. I mean? Like, let's step our game up. It's 2021. Let's go. Brisket taco. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> also, they have a Mexican hot chocolate, y'all. I love that hot chocolate. Now that you have some recommendations of places to take your date out, we want to make sure that you are doing it right because we think we may have lost some of our charm and some of the dating technique with uh, quarantine and the pandemic. So we want to make sure that when you get back out into the dating scene, you're doing it right. The do's and don'ts of dating after the pandemic are coming up next. From date night to must-try restaurants, it's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Governor Abbott 
said Texas, you're open. Starting on March 10th, all restrictions based on COVID, including the mask mandate, are going to be lifted, which means restaurants, small businesses, everything's going to be open back up to 100%. And love it or hate it, this will do some good things for the businesses around Houston. And I think people, hopefully, that have been furloughed for a long time are going to be able to come back now, which is super exciting. So... As things are starting to open up, let's remember what we did pre-pandemic times, Danielle Dubois, Miss Hankery Houstonian, and that's date. Remember that? Uh, actually, I don't remember that because I don't go on that many <laughs> dates. But, you know, I think I try to remember what it's like to date It's like guys. riding a bike. You'll never lose yeah. it. Yeah. Now that we're finally able to go back out on some dates, let's remember what it's like to not be on Zoom or FaceTime again. Because Zoom's easy. You can hit mute. Or, like, if you have to sneeze and do something gross, you can, like, turn off your camera. And you can't do that in real life anymore. So, like, let's remember, pre-pandemic times, everyone, close your eyes, unless you're driving. What was pre-pandemic rules to dating? So, I polled some of my friends, some of, like, my close circle when it came to the rules of dating before the pandemic. Like, what are just typical, like, do's and don'ts in dating and stuff? And I will say... You know, everyone kind of like range in their answers. But of course, some of them overlapped. Like, you know, you don't talk about your exes, right? Mm-hmm. You just don't go down that road. Because honestly, like, I don't care who you dated. Yeah. I don't care what she was like. And if honestly, if you tell me that her daddy was rich, like, I'm going to feel like inferior. Like, I'm sorry. Like, like I maybe, you know, you. so good for her. Like, clearly she didn't want you because y'all not together. So Seriously. Like, you know. Ugh, okay. So I'm so excited that you, I feel like you did a hangry Houstonian survey. I did, but Houstonian only with poll. like my close, like Snapchat friends. I literally well, I asked that. like a few of them, what do they but think? But that's how you know you'll get an honest answer. Because right, I feel yeah. like you ask your followers or just maybe people you haven't met before, they'll give you the standard answers but you know your friends are going to give you the ones like the nitty gritty down and dirty here's the do's and don'ts so hangry houstonian it's danielle dubois and jesse watt here and we are going to give you the do's and don'ts when it comes to dating because texas is open we're getting back out there and we want to make sure you are just as ready as we are let me preference this by saying that i uh don't really date nor do i really care to date so uh <laughs> like take this with all a grain of salt that i just pulled my friends because they let's date all- Let's all laugh together because I uh, don't like to date. <laughs> but I have a few things that my friends sent me. Avoid sticky topics. Oh, sticky topics, you know, like the politics. religion, politics. Yes. Like, what do you think about, like, the elections? And, like, I mean, obviously yes. that falls into politics. But, like, going, like, deeper into, like, the political things and, you know, all, all the movements that happened last year and stuff like that, right? Like, no. maybe that's, like, a fifth date conversation. Yes. I mean, yes, it's important to know. But, like, not on a first date. Not okay? that those things aren't important. Like, you'll get to it eventually. And people right. always say, they're like, I want to get deep. I don't want to do the small talk. Okay. If you want to get deep, I'm okay with talking about your family members. Like, tell me how you really feel about, you know, grandma, whatever. I'd love to talk to you about that stuff. But when it comes to controversial things like that, I think it's etiquette to stay away. Because to me, if you try to bring up politics, you're assuming something about me that I'm going to agree with you. And what if I don't? Right. I'll tell you. No, exactly. Number two, don't be on your phone. No one wants to feel like they're the second thought, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you're on your phone, like you're not paying attention to that person. Like, I don't say if if you do need to be on your phone, 
maybe say, hey, I'm waiting for this important phone call from work or, hey, my boss, like I'm waiting for this text message or something. So let them know that this might be coming through. I right. would so much rather that than like a, a oh, we're talking and he, you know, you just get a yes. phone call and it's like, hey, you know, sorry, I have to take this. I'm like, oh, okay. Even cool. a text message to me seems really rude and I'd rather you say it ahead of time. And I personally like when they don't even keep their phone at the table. It's either in their pocket or in their car because I'll keep mine in my purse. I'm not going to bring it out because I think that's rude and I won't answer text messages or look at the time or anything. And if I'm waiting for something to come in from my mama, I'm going to tell you beforehand. Yeah, no, I, I totally, totally agree with that. Another one of them is don't be distracted. You know, I mean, obviously don't be on your phone, but like maybe don't go to a place that has a lot of eye candy around, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're at a bar and there's like a ton of other things happening, like I'm super AD, like I'm like squirrel, right? So I think that good eye contact is really important. So if you're at a place that's like super busy, and a lot of stuff going on, like you're not able to really focus on that person. So yeah. maybe like be mindful of like where you're going on that date. I think that's important, right? My first thought is sporting club and I love sporting club. I go there for all my brunches. It's my favorite, but I get so distracted in there because I have the bottle girls and they're oh, so perfect cute. Example. Like, yeah. That's like eye candy for a guy, like not even really meaning to do that, but like right. still you're like, Oh, sorry, I was watching them take these bottles out with Voop. Like, that kind of a place is probably not the best for our first date. Yeah, and it's fun. Do your brunches, do a brunch date later. But when these girls come out with bubbles and sparklers, you best believe I'm going to be watching. Exactly. Hello. Okay, very, very nice. And even, Danielle, you've mentioned some great places around here that have, I don't want to say distractions, but, like, topic of conversation starters. Like, uh, what was the restaurant we can watch them shuck? The clams. Oh, shuck the oysters. Oysters. Um, yeah, Eunice, you can you can watch them. Yeah. Um, Acadian Coast. I think that's a little bit different because I don't know if I consider that a distraction. That's more of like a fun thing to do together. Right, yeah. No, okay. I, I totally agree with you on that. I think that's fun because it's it's an activity that you can watch, yeah. that you know that you're going there to watch, mm-hmm. uh, not a distraction by any means. No, I love that. So I gave you all a few don'ts, but I do have a few do's. Okay, good. So... Probably no guy that I've ever gone on a date with is listening to this. But if you are, you you might laugh. So <laughs> I always ask guys three questions. Oh, I think I know the three questions. Okay. Can I can yeah, I ask yeah, them? Let's go. Okay. Death row meal. Yep. Okay. Um, do you return the shopping cart? Yep. And there's one more. Because Danielle asked me this. The very first time Danielle and I met and we sat down, she asked me these three <laughs> questions. And I loved it. Because... Like I said, people, a lot of people don't like the small talk. They yeah. want to get to know you. And these questions to me were so like to your soul, you. Right. You know what I mean? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Dang it. What was the third one? Walkout song. Walkout song. Walkout song. Like I want to know if you like it. Like I like old school rap that's like Biggie Smalls and like. Mm, mm, biggie, Biggie, Biggie. You know, yeah. Can't did you see? see? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Bad. yeah. yeah. Do you like that? Or are we going like, you know, Britney Spears? Like, cause that says a lot about you. If you're picking one song to basically like represent you as you walk out, cause in boxing, right? Mm-hmm. So they like walk out to these, like their songs, right? To get them hyped up and stuff. Yes. Like what's your hype up song? You know, that's what, what is I your think hype up song? So mine changes depending on the crowd that I'm in, it will change. So if I'm like in Baton Rouge or something, it's typically calling Baton Rouge. Yeah by Garth Brooks, which if y'all haven't seen Jesse met Garth Brooks, and honestly, I'm like starstruck by Jesse <laughs> now that I've known that she has now met Garth Brooks because now Jesse's like, super I'll give famous her that. Okay. All the so, hugs because yes. she hugged him. <laughs> so I love Colin Baton Rouge. Then I also like House of Pain, Jump Around. Oh, yeah. Jump yeah, yeah. 
jump, 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 jump. Like, that would actually be a good one. So silly. That gets everyone hyped. Yeah. And I mean, like, of course, there's some other like old school rap stuff like that I love. Yeah. I mean, I love like them. your back in the day high school jam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, right now I'm super into Machine Gun Kelly. Dude, same. And can I tell you, this is so off topic, Squirrel. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, I think as a person scares me. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like when I see pictures of him, I'm yeah. genuinely terrified of him, but his music slaps. Wait. Okay. So I know I totally agree with that. I like honestly think the guy needs to be in like a lot of therapy after yes. listening to a lot of his music. And I feel like that needs to be more of a movement because a lot of his music scares me and like yeah. scares me to think that people are listening to this. But like, I mean, some of his music, I'm like Bloody Valentine, Jawbreaker, My Ex Best Friend, whatever. Like, that's the one I've been doing because that's newish and they've yeah, been playing yeah. it on TikTok. Have you and heard I, a Jawbreaker? No. Oh my gosh. I don't worry, like, I'll put it on my list for you. Oh, it's so freaking good. It's like Jawbreaker. Sing it, girl. She tastes like candy. Star Chaser. <laughs> yeah, I just added like, like a country twang to that. He is not country. I'll Star Chaser. Dude, how good would that be, though, if he was country? <laughs> reels okay anything else that are do list those are really what i have but do wear something that is not super super sexy okay um maybe like something that gives a little bit of a you know idea but like not mystery you know yeah just a little bit of a mystery you know so do do that as yeah. well but so, you know again what do i know <laughs> do's and don'ts for date night be yourself wear cute outfit do what you want to do ask them the questions find out what questions you want to know though like those are you can I'm sure use them but those are Danielle's three like this will tell me about your personality do you return the cart because you better return the cart walkout song what kind of person are you and death row meal is like what does your soul say right but also the do you put your grocery cart back to me is if you cannot do the small things in life, you'll never be able to do the big things. And you'll obviously never be able to, like, mm-hmm. do big things like I'm trying to do in the world. You, you tell them. I mean? You're like, boom, boom. we won't match. We are not compatible. Exactly. We are not the same. Yeah, we are We are not There's the this same. TikTok that <laughs> this girl does the lessons for women. And it's funny. It's a joke, obviously. But lessons for women about guys. And she's like, ladies, remember, us and men. We are not the same. <laughs> like, I'm going to start using that all the time now. And by the way, I just want to see if I still have this right. Danielle's death row meal is three pounds of crawfish. Is that it? Did yeah. I get the number right? Yeah, three yes! pounds. Oh, my God. Do I know you or do I know you? Oh, my God. Okay, but I, there's more to it, I know. There's, like, what, cornbread or something? I don't even uh, know. Yeah, it's three pounds of crawfish, a piece of boudin, and a piece of king cake. Okay, see, I, yeah. I got some of it right. I'm really proud of myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually getting crawfish after this. So, yeah. Oh, is your mm-hmm. stomach growling? Oh, yeah. Let's do always, it. Always, always. Another question I think would be, instead of your death row meal, your death row bar. What's the one bar you want to go out in? You got one more drink anywhere. We know Danielle's going to be back and tire. Where would it be? Buy you a bar hopping coming up next. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What's up? It's your hangry girls here with more food and places to check out in Houston. And, you know, when I first moved here, I was so overwhelmed by all the restaurants until our lovely boss introduced me to Danielle Duvaux, hangry Houstonian. And what I'm learning about Danielle is that the more time that you spend with her or you follow her foodie life on Instagram, you become that person in the group chat where everyone's like, where should we go tonight? And you know the answer. 
Because Danielle just like is instilling her knowledge in you. Well, it's made me really proud to hear that like you've actually gone to a lot of the places that like we've talked about. Right? I mean, every time we get done with the podcast episode, that's like what we do is go check out all the places from the weekend. But at some point, it's like you're in the group chat and it's like, okay, what are we going to do? It's like, well... You know, Chelsea follows Hangry Houstonian on Instagram, so she'll probably know the answer. Like, for some reason, if you follow Danielle, like, you are that person. Trying to give y'all some good recs. I know, seriously. So, one of my favorite recs that Danielle gives out is on Bayou Bar Hopping. Well, I had to laugh because before we started recording, Jesse was like, so this weekend I went to Better Luck Tomorrow. And I was like, hey, we're talking about Better Luck Tomorrow. Yes, I'm so excited. And I didn't even know this place existed. It is one of my favorite favorite places in Houston. It's one of my brother and sister-in-law's favorite places. Some of my friends, they love it. I mean, this place is like cozy and quaint, but like, if you know, you know, like everyone kind of knows about it in the Heights. (laughs) It's owned by Bob Hugel and Justin Yu and anything these guys like touch just turns into gold. Like they are so good. They're so quirky and fun and intricate and like they're making like really cool cocktails and really awesome delicious dishes as well it seems like everything on their menu had so much effort put into it so much thought like it wasn't just a drink there was always something a little bit extra like that was the bar that when you went they had like a stem of something in the drink like you never just get the drink I got like half a pineapple in my drink Right. I mean, so Justin Yu, I've followed his concepts now for a few years, and it just seems like every concept has something so unique about it, and it's funky, and it's awesome. I mean, we've talked about squabble on our first episode, and I said my favorite dish last year was the muscle bread. I mean, these guys are putting out such quality products. They really are. I mean, like I said, everything on the menu just looked like there was so much thought put into it, and it was different than anything you could have got at another place. And it's it's very small. Like, it's very quaint. Yeah, this place is not, like, don't bring a massive group no. here and think that, like, you know, y'all are all going to be sitting at the same table. Like, it's not going to happen. They have a few picnic tables outside. They have mm-hmm. a few places to sit inside. So they just reopened last week since COVID started. And I don't know exactly what their protocol is going to be. I know they've changed up some things. I do know that their happy hour before COVID was from 3.30 to 5, which Mm -hmm. is still the same. They've changed their happy hour menu to 50% off of all alcohol. Love that. Which, I mean, like, hello, that's working in our favor. <laughs> hello, thank you, COVID. thank you. <laughs> and, and I believe that it's 50% off of bottles as well. I think, wow. it's, I think it's 50% off of everything. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. But how, okay, so how would you describe this place to someone who hasn't been there before? Because it has a very specific feel to me. Think elevated bar food. Yeah. With like neon lights, right? Because yes. you walk in and there's the back of the bar is like all like neon funky lights. But yeah. then you can go on Tuesday night and Tuesday nights they're pasta night. You can have like truffle pasta or like, you know, these decadent pasta dishes, but it's like at a bar. I mean, like picnic tables. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like it's picnic like picnic tables, tables but like you're like eating like, it's you like know, a little homey, really nice stuff. One of my favorite dishes that they make there is a spaghetti sandwich. This makes all the sense in the world to me and I don't know why, but you said it and I was like, yep, makes sense. Because I mean, when I eat like spaghetti, right? I want to like dunk garlic bread or like any sort of bread, French bread, whatever it is. I want to dunk it. I want to dunk carbs. I want to dunk any sort of carb (laughs) vessel into the sauce and then put it in my mouth. And so it's like sauce, carbs, it just all works. So the thought of like a spaghetti sandwich is like spaghetti hamburger. Like it's so 
so smart. I don't know why. Like, it just makes so. Why have we not done this before? This should be on every restaurant menu. This should be as common as the cheeseburger. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Right? On Monday nights, they have a fried chicken bucket. Okay, y'all. It is, you know, you see like the Colonel Sanders oh, yeah. logo, the whatever. Right, yeah. So Not Colonel Chick-fil-A. No, um, it's uh, Popeye's. Or no, uh, KFC. KFC. Let's go through all the chicken what things the? before we go. <laughs> y'all know that like Jesse and I get Chick-fil-A like every other day. Yikes. So clearly we haven't been to the KFC in a minute. But if KFC <laughs> wants to sponsor us, we won't We're say here. no. <laughs> Finger licking good. Well, exactly. So Colonel Sanders is not on the logo. On the logo is going to be Justin Yu. Oh, no way. Exactly. So, but if you think of like the white and red, you know, like. Yeah, the bucket. But it's him. It's Justin Yu. Okay, that's actually pretty funny. So, so funny. How do we get our faces on there? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Another really cool thing that they have there is they have Houston weather specials. Ooh. So when it's hotter than 95 degrees, they have high balls that are half off. When it's raining, they have hurricanes that are half off. When it's colder than 40, they have hotty toddies that are half off. Okay, this is and that's so clever. That so is clever. so funny. But because th- that's something that's if you know, you know. Like if you wouldn't, I would never be like, oh, I'm. It's raining, so I'm gonna order a hurricane. So better luck tomorrow. They call it, you know, BLT. That's like what the locals call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Local. We're locals. We're but like <laughs> that's the thing is that like I think they want BLT to have like that local neighborhood vibe of like, hey y'all, it's forty degrees. We know that we can get our hotty toddy half off like they like that local neighborhood atmosphere type thing they're not trying to pack the place right they're yeah. just trying to get like good solid customers that are reoccurring customers in there if you're on the inside then you know exactly it's almost like when you go to a speakeasy and you know the password and you feel really cool oh yeah you definitely feel cool when you're yeah. at blt like if you post that you're there like people would be like respect respect player <laughs> Play on. Play on, players. <laughs> but yes, they have an amazing brunch as well. Oh, really? So, oh, they have awesome, like, biscuits, chicken, and waffles kind of stuff. So good. God, I can't wait to go back. Yeah, so don't think of it as just, like, let's go grab a drink and maybe, like, get dinner. Yeah. This place kicks your socks off for brunch as well. All right, what is our next stop on Bayou Bar Hopping? Next stop is going to be to Truckyard. I'm so excited. Okay, so I'm excited for you to describe this because I want to bring my sister to Truckyard because if you're not from Houston, like let's say if you're like me and you grew up in the Midwest or somewhere where it's not warm all the time, this is unheard of. So like I want to take my sister and if you have people that are coming to visit to Houston, this is the place to take them because I want to take them to places where like where else could this be except Houston? So Truckyard is super cool because it is a huge plot of land. Just that this place is massive, okay? When you walk in, the first thing you see is an actual Ferris wheel that is functioning. Like what? You can ride it. You can ride the Ferris wheel. You have to buy a cocktail. The cocktail that I typically buy when I ride the Ferris wheel is going to be a berry vodka lemonade. Oh, yum. Oh, it's so good. So I'm like, I probably would have ordered that anyways. So let me order that and get a ticket for the Ferris wheel. Low key, I'm afraid of heights. So I feel like I'd need a couple shots before I get on the Ferris wheel. Oh, yeah, you might. I might. (laughs) But But it's so much fun. And honestly, the Ferris wheel does not go fast. Mm -hmm. You feel safe up there. I mean, a lot of people are doing it. So it looks so fun. I just to me, I look at this and I'm like, where else could a bar like this be except for Houston? Like if someone's coming into town, I take them here to be like, this is Houston. Yeah, it's really nice because once you're on the Ferris wheel and you, like, get to, like, the its peak, right, you get to, like, overlook Houston. You can see, like, Minute Maid. Yeah. It's really cool. Also, they have a ton of food trucks that, like, line the premises. Right. And so you can get all kinds of food. I know there's, like, waffle bus that's out there. You can get all kinds of stuff. 
One of my favorite drinks there besides the berry vodka lemonade is a trash can punch. It's a frozen drink. Oh, yum. So when I think of Truckyard, again, like you're talking about like warm atmosphere. I typically, you know, go there when it's warmer and Mm -hmm. stuff. So it's a nice to have a frozen cocktail. They also have live music and it's dog friendly. Oh, we love a place that's dog friendly. Yes. Like, oh, can I, I should mention that BLT is dog friendly too, but like we should have just assumed already because it's a dog place. Like, can I pet your dog? Can I pet your dog? Exactly. What's your dog's name? <laughs> so yeah, Truckyard is a great place to bring out a town guest because mm-hmm. it's just, it's huge to begin with. So they have like the outdoor indoor atmosphere. So if you don't want to sit outside in the heat, you can go inside. They have a bar top in there. They have a ton of seating inside as well. It's a really, really great place to bring people. Yeah. All right. What's our final stop this week on Bayou Bar Hopping? We're going to round it out by going to Poor Behavior. Okay. I was so lit to hear about this place because I drive by it all the time and I've never gone inside, but I always see the sign outside and I'm like, oh my God, that's so punny. So punny, honey. You're so punny, honey. Are you going to have poor behavior when you're there? Obviously, I have poor behavior even when I'm not there. (laughs) (laughs) Poor behavior is actually, it's a really interesting place because you can go there to watch sports, but then like at nighttime, there's bottle service. So it's like, exactly. So like the lights go down and it's like turns in from like a restaurant brunch atmosphere to bottle service and bottle girls. And you're like, wait a second. Is like the twilight zone. Like, where am I? What's happening? Go to this place. Yes. And so they have brunch on Saturdays and Sundays from 11 to four o'clock. Some of their brunch items include a tater tot pizza. Okay, say less. I Yeah, I had to mention that because it's so good. So and good. That just sounds like something that Jesse would be Love all that. over. They have Nashville hot chicken biscuits, tons mm. of pizzas. They have a spicy Asian barbecue pizza. Yum. Like that speaks to my soul. So mm. good. On Tuesdays, they have $2 tacos. One of my favorite drinks at Poor Behavior is called the Poor Star. Ha 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 ha. It's a gray goose cocktail with passion fruit puree citrus with a baby Prosecco bottle just in it. So like imagine the drink and then you're like place a a little mini bottle of Prosecco in it. It's like a floater of Prosecco. Oh my God, that's perfect. That doesn't sound dangerous at all, right? No, not at all. That sounds like a really great Friday night. (laughs) Absolutely. This place is huge too. So like there's places to like social distance. I mean, you can have your own table and you're not going to be around other people. Tons of TVs, couches to like lounge on. And then obviously, like I said, at nighttime, it's going to be like people are standing on the table. Rowdy. Services. Yeah, it definitely gets a little rowdy in there. Well, we're going to get a little bit rowdy next because we have a brand new cocktail of the week coming up next. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. Cheers to having power. Cheers to things coming back open. It's just been a great week. We're so happy that we just have water to be able to shower in. Oh my gosh. Jesse, can I tell you a story about that? Yes. Okay. So obviously it was during Ash Wednesday. Like that was, yeah, yeah. you know, so that, that was like, what, two weeks ago now? Right. So, when the power went out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my friends and I went to mass for Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that this year, because of COVID, they aren't they weren't doing the ashes on your forehead. They were sprinkling sprinkling oh it on God. your head. Well, this was Wednesday. I hadn't showered since Monday, and I didn't get my water back until Friday. So I had ashes <laughs> in my hair. My poor friend Andy. Shout out to Andy. She has like 
blonde, blonde hair. And so you could really no. see it in her hair. I mean, we were laughing. It was fine. But that is hysterical. You had ashes funny? in your hair for like a week. Exactly. I was like, wow, we better be like double blessed. You know, the Lord <laughs> was with you. Like Seriously. you probably felt the gods so close to you that week. I mean, we had to laugh and that we, we'll never forget that. Right. No. Like we'll never forget that Ash Wednesday. And we were laughing so hard because once we got in line, we were like, we can't like. We leave. can't get out. We can't like leave the line and be like, "Sorry, we can't wash our hair." You know, Don't like have power. Yeah, exactly. God, so. that's so funny. I have never missed an Ash Wednesday, and this year, I, this was the first time I didn't go. I was so well. You had to have power or anything. I mean, at least I had power. So right. Were, well, I was like, trying, trying to get to stuff fit ready for, for here. the radio and the show and get everything cleaned up. And <laughs> I called my mom because, of course, I was upset that I was going to be missing Ash Wednesday. Yeah. And she was like, "I think God will understand." Like, yeah. I think you'll understand. I agree. But all I know is Danielle is double blessed for having ashes in her hair for a week. So we are making a cocktail for Danielle this week because this is what she deserves after being double blessed after the power outages. So, Danielle, cheers to you. Hey, you know what? Cheers to you, Jesse. <laughs> God loves you no matter what, what you know, ashes are no in your hair. Ashes not, are not so. in your hair. <laughs> we deserve it. We do deserve it. And you know what? It has bubbles in it. And it has bubbles. So this drink is because you look hot. <laughs> yes, you look hot and you deserve some sweetness and some, some bubbles. bubbles. This drink is called a plum and thyme Prosecco Smash. Okay, all you had to say was the word Prosecco and I am in. Yes, I mean, look, I love a good Prosecco mm -hmm. just by itself, right? I just think it has like a little bit of sweetness to the champagne kind of vibe, right? But this is going to be such an easy cocktail. And I just, I love this time of year to like drink bubbles. Maybe I just like to drink bubbles all year round. <laughs> but this is my excuse to drink bubbles right now. So for this cocktail, the ingredients that you need are a bottle of Prosecco of your choice, two plums, six thyme sprigs, juice from one lemon, four tablespoons of thyme simple syrup, mm. a half a cup of sugar, half a cup of water. Bring that to a boil, remove from the heat, and add the thyme sprigs, stir and let cool. You're going to chill that until it's ready to use. So that's going to be your thyme simple syrup, right? So that, that yeah. was that ingredient that you needed to four tablespoons for. So that's how you make that little concoction, right? Okay. So the main directions for this cocktail are, you know, you're going to peel and chop up the two plums. You're going to muddle those plums in with the thyme simple syrup that we just made. Add a little bit of lemon juice until all of the plum juices have been released. And then you can shake it with ice in a cocktail shaker. You're going to pour that into just two glasses. So if you're making it two cocktails and then you're going to top it off with Prosecco, garnish it with extra plum slices, thyme sprigs, and drink it up. Let me just say this. I'm going to make a statement. Plums are the most underrated fruit I in agree. the entire world. I, I never hear anyone talk about them. I think when you go to the store, you're getting grapes, you're getting oranges, apples, n blueberries. No one goes to get the plums. The plums are like the best tasting fruit. I know that we're talking about Prosecco, but like the freaking plums. Seriously, the freaking plums. Honestly, this time of year, I'm like, give me all the fruity cocktails yes. and stuff. So yes, I'm here for it. So this sounds like it'll be very citrusy, very sweet, refreshing, something crisp, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited about this. And honestly, all you had to say was Prosecco and Danielle and I were in. We love these. <laughs>
If y'all have any ideas for cocktails that you want us to try out on the show, or maybe you've tried a cocktail recipe that we've shared with you, please make sure you send us a picture of it. You can always use the hashtag HangryGirlsMadeMeDoIt on Instagram. And make sure that you are following and tagging Danielle at HangryHoustonian and myself at JessieWatt965. Any ideas you have, any questions, you can slide into our DM. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Danielle, I can imagine your DMs this week and last week were nothing but crazy with the power outages. Uh, yeah, I mean, people were asking me all kinds of questions, and it was just such a crazy mess. I thought your stories and everything was so helpful, and I love that people come to Danielle Hangry Houstonian as a resource for not just food. Like, everyone was asking you questions about general things and trying to help your community figure out where everything was. Like, personally, I could not find gas. And guess who didn't have gas? Me. <laughs> like, I had 20 miles till E. I was freaking out. Yeah. I was flying home to Michigan to try and find my wedding venue, and I thought, I'm not going to make it to the airport. I was panicking, and yeah. I drove past every gas station. None of them were pumping gas until, of course, I go on Danielle, our Miss Hangry Houstonian's page, and you had a list of open gas stations. Yeah, I mean, I asked people what they wanted to hear mm-hmm. or like what information I could help them find, right? Like crowdsourcing. That's basically all I, all I was doing was I was crowdsourcing this information. And so I, you know, put up a Dropbox and people said gas stations because people were searching for gas and they were searching for plumbers and they were searching for all these different things that you might not have thought about, right? Like obviously people wanted to know like restaurants and, and stuff that was open, but like gas stations and plumbers and like places they can go to volunteer, I just started making these lists and it kind of just spiraled into something, yeah. you know? I mean, I looked at my screen time and I was over 16 hours. But, you know, people came to you. Yeah. You and know I, what I mean? And that must feel really good to know that you were able to help so many people and so many people wanted to help you help your community. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I kept telling people that my fingers were tired, but my heart was full. Like, oh. I, and I truly feel that way. Like, I, I felt so motivated And like, I was like, man, like, I know that this platform is really helping people right now. Like, this is just not, it's not about food anymore. You know, and I think that like throughout the beginning of the new year, like I've really, really come to realize that like this platform has the ability to help the community and bring change. And like, that's my heart, you know, like that's my heart of hearts is, is that mission. And anyone who knows Danielle can see that. You know what I mean? I know from Danielle's the bottom of her heart, all she wants to do is help. And that's why she went and spent hours at Kids Meals Houston packing meals. And I just think that must feel so good to know that people trust you and want to come to you. And I, I typed in, I think, in Google and was looking everywhere on the news sources for what you were posting. And I couldn't find it. Everything was either buried or it was really tricky to find or there was no article or information posted that said, really easy, just blatant. Here's how you can help. Here's what you need. I couldn't find it anywhere. All I had to do was log on to Instagram and take a quick screenshot of your story. And it was like, I had 14 different gas stations to figure out where to go to. You knew where bottled water distribution sites were. Everything was just easy. And I think that's why influencers are so important is because you guys help and get to the basics and you're in the community. Yeah, You're not reporting to the rest of the world. You're in the Houston community and you're helping. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. So- my dad was like, this is your job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, it's not, but like my job is not to necessarily like put up these lists and stuff, but my job is to be a resource for people. And mm-hmm. if this is what that week people needed me to do, then like that, my job's description can change, right? Like yeah. it, it can mold to whatever the community needs at the time. And like, I love that because like that, 
is like kind of where I've always shined and like those moments of like vulnerable moments of like need and stuff. Like I've always wanted to be a helper. Like yeah. that, whatever that Enneagram is, that's me, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, and I love doing it and I want people to like know that about me, you know? Right. And, and so anyways, and also like, I mean, as we were just talking about Ash Wednesday, it's interesting because, um, you know, that gospel on Ash Wednesday was don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing. So I was having a mm, hard time yeah. like showing that, uh, you know, I was doing this stuff, but I wanted it to be like from like a humble heart, right? But it's yes. like, I, I get so much like, when I see people doing good stuff, I'm like, heck yeah, I can do good stuff too. Like when I saw people like giving back at Kids Meals Houston, I was like, I want to start my own charity. I want to yeah. do all these things. You know, like when I met Brittany, I was like, this girl is in her thirties and she started her own charity. Like I get so much like energy, energy. Yeah. From like watching other people and stuff. So I think that's really important to like share your story and like to share the like really good things that people are doing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's how people know when things happen, they're always going to come to Hangry Houstonian. You know what I mean? Build your community. So thank you, Danielle, for doing that. I appreciate it. And I know everyone else appreciates it a lot. And she's like my new news source. I go to E! News and Hangry Houstonian. <laughs> All right, Danielle, let's go through the addresses of what places we talked about today. We started our date night spots at Brenner's on Bayou. Brenner's at the Bayou is at One Birdsaw. Okay. Second spot is Relish at 2810 Westheimer. And third spot was Cayonze's at 22-2 West 11th. And then we did the do's and don'ts of date nights as things are opening back up and y'all are hopefully able to do a little bit more exploring and date nights outside. If you missed any of them, you can always go back on our podcast and listen at radio.com. Just search the word hangry and of course we will come up. Or you can listen to us every single morning on CBS Sports Radio 650. Just talk to Alexa and tell them to turn on on radio.com. Next thing we did was Bayou Bar Hopping. First spot we went to was BLT, Better Luck Tomorrow, at 544 Yale Street. Second spot was Poor Behavior at 2211 Travis Street. And then the third spot was Truck Yard at 2218 Lamar. Perfect. And then we did a little Prosecco cocktail of the week. We know that Hangry Houstonian is, of course, the girl that we're going to come to for all of our news now. And if y'all have any questions that you want to ask Danielle, you can always slide into her DMs. If you have any restaurants you want us to check out, talk about cocktails to try, just slide right in to Hangry Houstonian, myself at jessiewatt965, or of course, our new Instagram at the Hangry Girls Podcast. We want to give a huge thank you to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers, guys. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry with Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Make sure to listen Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio 650, 95.7 HD3, or on the Radio.com app. Download it today.